Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Natalie Pace. She's a famous stock picker. Uh, she has a, an online website at nataliepace.com where she helps people invest and make the most of their money. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Natalie. Thanks, Jordan. It's nice to be here again. For people who haven't heard about you before, just give us a brief summary of your career and how you've gotten to where you are today. Well, I've, I've had a blessed career. So I started doing this in 2002, beta launch, uh, immediately got a deal with Forbes, a, a, a sharing media sharing deal, um, floated some economic theories by a Nobel Prize winning economist who decided to write, like liked them so much, he wrote the foreword to my book, got ranked the number one stock picker. And here I am today, what, 20 years later, and in our company of the year tripled already. So we're, you know, it's a very efficacious system. We call them time-proven 21st century strategies. And as you know, and as you've been telling your readers, um, I mean, your listeners, you know, this century is very different from the last century. So if you're using last century ideas, whether it's buy and hold and in your investing or trying to uh, the nuclear family and trying to live like we did in yesteryear, it just does not up. So you need a 21st century plan. And fortunately we created that in 2002 and it's worked very, very well ever since in a time when most people are riding a wall street roller coaster and really struggling to make ends meet. So let's just dig into a little bit. What are some of the key things that make the 21st century strategy different from the 20th century strategy? Okay, so we could talk about budgeting or investing. Which one would you want, like yeah, to talk about first? Investing. Let's do investing. Uh, okay, so it, with investing, you actually need, it's a much simpler plan. Like the buy and hold plan usually only has you in large caps. It really has you overweighted in value. Value has gotten killed this uh, century by growth. There's, there are reasons for that. Um, so you really need to be diversified at minimum, large, medium, small value growth. And then I like to add in four hot industries or four hot countries that increases your performance. At the same time, you always need to keep a percent equal to your age safe. In perilous times, you might consider overweighting a little bit safe, i.e. pretending you're older than you are right now. It's a 7.0% GDP year. So we didn't do that this year. And then finally, you must regularly rebalance. That is one of the best things. So if you're properly diversified, you're rebalancing regularly. And finally, sadly, you have to know what's safe in a debt world because bonds are illiquid and negative yielding. So people are really trying, getting very creative about what they should do on the safe side. Uh, so let's start with a broad view of the economy where we are now. So the Federal Reserve has been extremely easy for a very, very long time. They're talking about yep. tapering a little bit. Do you think they're going to start tapering? And if that were to happen, what would be the impact on the economy and the markets? Well, they definitely are saying they want to taper off on their buying. Their buying has been very aggressive, right? Uh, what, $80 billion in treasuries, $40 billion in mortgage-backed securities. That could uh, start affecting mortgage rates. So if you haven't already locked in your low-interest fixed rate, even if you did it last year, it might be lower right now. Now might be a good time to do that. Um, they're not going to start raising interest rates very unlikely until maybe, um, maybe even the end of 2023. Of course, we could have some surprise that happens that will make that 
sooner. But just the easing off on the buying of the bonds um, may be enough to make interest rates rise. So um, that makes it a little harder on everybody. Um, It still is going to be easy for corporations to remain rich. So I think one of the other takeaways we should be noticing here, which doesn't make headlines, is that over half of the S&P 500 is at or near junk bond status. This was the case before the pandemic. So companies had been borrowing money to buy back their own stock and pay high dividends. And they were allowing their own credit rating to go very low because there was no penalty of doing it. Low interest rates create asset bubbles. So that's another thing that's a problem is that this price of stocks is very, very high. So even though this is the best um, growth year that we've seen in decades, you know, it's overpriced in. It's already priced in. So you do have to right now, what I would do uh, say to people is fix the roof while the sun is still shining. And get a little hot because obviously adding some performance with these, you know, like, you know, our company of the year and hot industries, that sort of thing, that can really help as well. So there's a big debate about inflation. The latest numbers were consumer prices are up more than 5%, producer prices up more than 8%. But the Fed is saying this is transitory because of supply chain issues. It'll all work itself out. And we really don't have much of an inflation problem, 2% or something like that. Is that your view of uh, where inflation is now? You know, inflation is a tricky thing because what we've been battling for the past, in this whole century really, is a deflation tense, right? So if we have a recession, then we have to worry about deflation trends again. So they are, I think that they're on the right path with saying, look, In order for us to get our mark of not being deflationary environment, we actually need to go a little bit above it for a little while. So, I mean, it's a risky game. Right right now, we have a lot of leverage. Uh, The U.S. is fortunate that we, um, you know, we still, most people still do a great deal of their transactions around the world in U.S. dollars. Um, I think that, honestly, the biggest thing that people should be concerned about, and again, it can be fixed in a heartbeat, but it hasn't been fixed yet, and we're getting dangerously close to the deadline, is actually the debt ceiling. Uh, We just had a histrionic and absolutely apoplectic letter from Janet Yellen saying, you know, yelling at Congress, basically saying, look, raise the debt ceiling, you nerds. This is uh, uh, something that's going to be avoidable, and if you don't do it in time, we have a negative rating from Fitch. Fitch has already said, look, the U.S. is not going to get a downgrade this year, The only thing really that could prompt that is if we don't raise the debt ceiling before we need to. And um, so we're getting very close to that X date. So uh, on one side, Mitch McConnell is saying, I'm not going to participate in raising that ceiling because it's all these Democrats wanting all this wild spending and I'm not going to support it. So he's saying Republicans are not going to agree to debt ceiling increase. So the only way to get it through the Senate would be a reconciliation 50-50 kind of vote. Uh, And the House is also very tight, too. How do you think this is all going to play out over the next few weeks here? You know, someone's going to cave in or um, the Democrats will have to do it on their own. The problem that there's a lot more to it than what we we're just saying here. And I don't want to go into it too deeply. But basically what they want to do is suspend the debt ceiling rather than put a number on it. That's what we have been doing is just suspend it to X, Y, Z date. And then whatever it needs to be on that date, it just goes and defaults to that price. So that's one of the issues. The Democrats do have a path forward where they can do it 
without Republicans. That, so that's a possibility. The, but getting this close is, um, it's not good. And, you know, I, I, look, everybody thinks that it's unthinkable that they won't do it because if they don't do it, we risk a lot. Um, it, I'm going to just give you a quote from Janet Yellen, if I can find it quickly. She said, America's credit rating um, this could start a severe stock market downturn. She's worried about, you know, uh, interest rates rising. That would be very hard on consumers, on businesses, on everybody. It's just really not a good idea. So we don't expect Congress not to do it in time. But, um, you know, the, the other issue is to get it suspended rather than having to put a number on it. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that if the Democrats do it all on their own, which is why they're trying to avoid it, they have to put a number on it. Also, um, just for you guys out there, this is a nonpartisan thing. Um, You know, if you were to look into the details of it, there was far more debt created in the last administration. Yes, there was a pandemic, but even before that, he was adding more debt than Obama administration was adding per year. So... Okay, we're we're at the debt ceiling. We may kind of sneak our way through it, but we're also proposing to spend an additional 1.2 trillion on hard infrastructure, and yeah. an additional 3.5 trillion on what I call soft infrastructure, social programs, as wonderful yeah. as they may be. So we're adding almost another five trillion dollars on top of the existing budget of four to five trillion. Um, yeah. Do you well, think that's I, I, a good idea where, where where we are in the economy right now? You know, I'm going to just say a couple of quick things here. I am fiscally responsible, socially forward, and socially liberal. So um, I and and I'm environmental. So I think that. Uh, The first thing is we definitely want to keep people working and put people to work. The second thing is we kind of need to invest in the products of tomorrow. The one bright spot of the pandemic was the internet technology companies and, you know, all of the, the emphasis that we have placed on developing that market and leading that market. If we invest in something that can lead us into the future That's what keeps our economy strong. So what I would like to see is an investment in clean energy businesses and products and and also more fiscal husbandry. We can't just keep printing money. That's absolutely true. So do the Democrats have the entire solution? Do the um, Republicans? It's a combination of both. We need fiscal responsibility. We need to lean into the products of tomorrow. We definitely need to um ha- we unfortunately we're going to have to do this in deficit spending uh for at least another year you have a, a retreat coming up before we go to break just tell us please about the retreat and how that all is going to work yeah so it's going to be october 23rd through the 25th it's online it's hands-on and you will basically learn all the things that you need to do to make sure that you are prepared uh, for the next downturn, when, whenever it will be. Obviously, we have a down day today, but the markets are still pretty pretty strong on the year. So um, it's it's just a way for you to do a second opinion rather than having blind faith that somebody else is doing this for you. So uh, what I would say real quickly is that if you were worried in March of 2020 and you're just happy now because the markets have recovered, don't confuse a bull market with wisdom. Now is the time to really know what you will own and make sure that you're safe, protected, hot, and diversified. What else can people find at your website, nataliepace.com? 
Oh, free blogs, uh, free monthly video conferences. They can personalize their own pie chart, personalize their own Thrive Budget. That takes like five minutes and two clicks. So there's a lot to be found there. Also, I just updated the ABCs of Money 5th edition. I It just went live yesterday. And Put Your Money Where Your Heart Is 2nd edition, which is kind of like the original ESG investing book. So if you go to nataliepace.com now, you can get both of those books uh, now. And they just went live. Very good. We'll be back uh, after this. So this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Natalie Pace. You can find out more about her at her website, nataliepace.com. And we'll be back after this. Whether you are a crypto pro or a total beginner, you can finally earn Bitcoin the easy way. With the world's first Bitcoin rewards credit card from BlockFi, you can earn unlimited Bitcoin on every qualifying purchase you make. Introducing the BlockFi Rewards Visa Signature Card. It's the easiest way to get Bitcoin by just making everyday purchases. Grow your Bitcoin portfolio when you buy your groceries, pay your bill, fill up at a gas station, or have a meal at a restaurant. You can earn 1.5% back in Bitcoin on all qualifying purchases with no reward limits. Plus, there's no annual fee and no foreign transaction fees. Just Bitcoin earned on every single qualifying purchase. Now's the time to start or ramp up your Bitcoin portfolio. Bitcoin saw a 230% annualized return in 2020 and has been strong for most of this year so far. In fact, Bitcoin's been the best performing asset the last decade, outperforming the NASDAQ by 10 times. BlockFi is a leader in crypto and was named to Forbes' FinTech 50 list in 2021. Plus, BlockFi is the easiest way to buy, sell, and earn crypto. There's no better time to sign up and start earning Bitcoin today. Right now, listeners to The Money Answer Show can earn a bonus of $25 in crypto after you make your first purchase with a credit card when you sign up at BlockFi.com money. That's a $25 bonus in crypto deposited right into your account after you make your first purchase. But you have to use my URL, which is BlockFi.com money. Start earning Bitcoin back on all your qualifying purchases today. Go to BlockFi.com money. Not all will be eligible. Geographic, regulatory, and underwriting restrictions apply. Fees and terms are subject to change. Additional terms of service at BlockFi.com. BlockFi is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust, member, member FDIC. Wish you were in early on one of the best performing IPOs of 2019 or 2020? Our crowd investors were. And now you can join them for what's next. With our crowd, accredited investors have access to invest directly, easily, and most importantly, early. Our crowd investors have benefited from our crowd companies going IPO, such as Beyond Meat, or being bought out by companies like Intel, Nike, Microsoft, and Oracle. Our crowd's investment professionals leverage their extensive network to review some of the most promising private companies and startups in the world. Their in-depth due diligence includes meeting with management teams and generally comprehensive vetting of the deals they decide to make part of their own portfolio. Once our crowd has selected a deal, they offer accredited investors the opportunity to invest alongside them with the same terms. If you're an accredited investor, you can join our crowd for free 
at O-U-R-C-R-O-W.com slash answers and review the current deals. No payment is involved until you decide to participate in a deal. As you review deals, you have access to our crowd's investor relations team who can talk to you directly on the phone about your own personal investment goals. The investment professionals at our crowd have already reviewed thousands of companies, invested hundreds of millions of dollars, closed investments in over 200 companies, chosen dozens of companies that have made exits. Accredited investors can participate in a single company deal for as little as $10,000 or one of our crowd's funds for as little as $50,000. Now you can invest in consumer physics, which has developed the first portable lab-grade device that can analyze material at the molecular level, helping farmers boost production, improve efficiency, and minimize waste. Consumer physics has grown revenue over 100% a year, year over year, and is used by 50 global enterprise customers, so you can invest today at our crowd. Our crowd's accredited investors have already invested over $1 billion in growing tech companies. Join the fastest-growing venture capital investment community at ourcrowd.com slash answers. Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet, it's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner, earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. Earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's MyPassiveIncome.life. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Natalie Pace. Uh, She's a stock picker, financial advisor. You can find out more about what she does at her website, nataliepace.com. Welcome back to the show, Natalie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So every year you have what you call the company of the year. Uh, yeah. Tell us about your company of the year for 2021, why you picked it, and how it's done so far. 
Okay. So in May of 2021, I was doing, you know, I do regularly my stock report cards and I was doing it on vaccines, right? We had the three major ones, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson and Johnson. And obviously Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson are kind of like the old school, big diversified job of the hut companies. And then you have Moderna, that's a younger company. And what I saw was um, unbelievable. It was like 28,000% year-over-year revenue growth. Moderna is going to have at least $19 billion in revenue this year. Last year, they had less than $1 billion. And so I was looking at this. I've never seen that kind of growth because anytime you have you know a, a, a product that pops – it's like, well, how do you get to the customers and who do you partner with and all of that? And, you know, we clearly saw that Johnson & Johnson had issues with that. And Moderna has just been hitting on all cylinders. They have the most efficacious one. I think theirs is like 95%, whereas Johnson & Johnson is like 60% effective. So it's just hitting on all cylinders. And even though the, the PE, the price earnings ratio, looked high, you know, it was like in the hundreds. Um, if you looked at the forward PE, it was 65 so I, as fast as my fingers could fly, named it the company of the year. It was at 150. It's been as high as almost 500. It's at 422 right now. Now you might think, okay, well, that's over, right? But even at today's price, the forward PE is only 14 and it's still growing amazing. I mean, the last, uh, the last quarter, the, the year-over-year sales growth was 6,400. I just haven't seen that kind of growth with that kind of low price earnings ratio, honestly, in my career. So um, I think that it's always a good idea when you're buying a little bit high on the year to dollar cost average into it, you know, don't, don't blow the whole wad, especially because um, even a great company like Moderna, the marketplace can drag it down, right? Like we're seeing today, it's off about 2% with the market. What is the unique thing they have in addition to the vaccine? They've got this RM and RNA technology. Where else could that go in addition to COVID vaccines? You know, they're they're looking at all kinds of markets, including oncology, which, as we know, is one of the biggest markets out there. But honestly, they have orders through, you know, next year. We are fortunate here that most pretty much anybody who wanted to get vaccinated that's over the age of 18 is vaccinated here in the U.S. That's not the case around the world. And so they have orders from all all around the world into 2022. Yeah. What was your hot uh, company of uh, 2020? Um, in 2020, when we were dealing with the pandemic, I did not name the hottest company, but we were leaning into technology. So sometimes what you see when you do a stock report card is that all of the companies on a stock report card look great. You have a hot industry, and that actually makes it easier because you can just do a fund, right? So, like, you could have done a fund that was heavy in FANG or, in, in fact, like on BlackRock. And, by the way, I am um, encouraging people to make sure that you get a credit-worthy fund company because, as we said, with look, even the banks and the brokerages, many of them have fallen down into one rung above junk bond status. So, yeah. um you know, with, with BlackRock, which owns iShares, it's still a double A rating. So they have, I, um, you know, artificial intelligence, nanotech, like they even take a hot industry like technology and have it segmented. So, you know, if you would want, were interested in semiconductors, you could find a fund. But in general, in 2020, the, the story was the NASDAQ. And by the way, 
over the last five years, the NASDAQ has um, doubled the Dow. No. So you talk about being in four hot industries. What would be your four hot industries? We can go into more detail, but just let's start with what the four hot industries are you're looking at now. Yeah, so definitely. And again, look, some of these are pricey, so you're going to want a dollar cost average into them. I would say technology. But what's interesting is uh, because China, China's growth is going to be 8.5% this year. Our growth is 7%. China is doing great, but because the story has been, you know, as it always is, we always have these headlines that kind of downplay their growth. Um, You know, the story about China has been all the problems with it and all the contentiousness between the U.S. and China, blah, blah, blah. And so the prices are actually down. So I would say you could actually lean into Chinese technology. Um, Also, I like silver. Like if you are um, interested in a hedge against the dollar and you like gold, I think that you might like silver even better because the price of silver usually tracks the price of gold and it hasn't this time, this cycle. So its high was almost 50 and you got it at, you know, like um, the IASLV, which is the iShares Silver Trust. I believe that one's trading closer to um, $20 right now. So, um, you know, you've got uh, a little bit more upside. Like with gold, it's a little bit uh, more affordable than it was earlier this year, but it's still trading very close to its high. Um, Also, I like cannabis. I like biotechnology. So I would say those are probably the four hottest industries. And you also talked about the four hot countries. What would be your four hot countries? And again, we can go into these in more detail. Yeah, so I'm definitely leaning in. The U.S. is a hot country this year, but it's already priced in. China's a hot country this year. There's actually better prices there. I like also Indonesia. I like um, Ireland. I like Chile. And I like Colombia. So I've got about six. And by the way, these are all featured in the ABCs of money. I feature both hot industries and hot countries there. So in addition to those countries I just mentioned, it tells you the methodology and the rationale behind it. So since you talked about China, let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, today the big story is this Evergrande, which is one of the big yeah. real estate companies, basically having a huge amount of debt and defaulting and the richest yeah. guy in China getting wiped out and the Chinese government not supporting him. What is your view on what's going on in China right now? You know, look, the same thing that's going on in the rest of the world. Look, we have we have as many companies in trouble as China does. Right. We're just not making headlines because you don't make headlines until you get on the ropes. So what I would say is use it as a buying opportunity. Don't use it to get scared of China. China's growth is phenomenal. It's much bigger than ours. If you don't want to invest in China, then don't do it. You know, but I think that it's a very good idea In addition, we're talking about being diversified in your portfolio. Like value funds in the U.S. have been far out underperforming growth. So, you know, I'm swapping out my value funds for international funds. So instead of having a mid-cap value fund, maybe I put in Chile. Instead of having a large-cap value fund, maybe I'm putting in a Chinese fund. Um, Same thing for the small caps. So I think it's just uh, Indonesia maybe for my small-cap value fund. So in order to get better diversified by industry, I think also you might want to check out getting diversified by country. So you're not really concerned, not only the real estate situation, but kind of the attack on the wealthy, uh, clamping down on uh, cryptocurrency mining and Macau and uh, pop stars. And there's just kind of this attack on the rich in China. That doesn't worry you at all then. 
That's our headlines. I actually have a son living in Hong Kong right now, and that's not the way he feels or his friends feel. They feel the vibrancy of the economy moving. They feel they have greater opportunities there. So don't, you know, it's again, it's uh, in in the U.S., our headlines are very different than what you're going to see in Asia or even in the BBC. So just be careful of that because... um, yeah, the, I, I use American hair headlines on China as buying opportunities a lot of the time. You go back to the fundamentals and a, an attack on the wealthy. I don't think that it's really an attack on the wealthy. Over leveraged companies need to restructure. They do that in the U.S. too. Very good. We're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Natalie Pace. You can find out more about all she's offering at her website, nataliepace.com. We'll be back after this. How has your 401k been doing lately? Does it seem like you could be doing better? Confused about what you're investing in? Does having your entire portfolio tied up in stocks and mutual funds cause uneasiness or make you feel like you don't have control over your financial future, especially in turbulent times? Do you fear missing out on hot asset classes such as crypto, real estate, or gold, but don't have the cash on hand to invest? Do you wish there were more options for diversification in your portfolio? Does your traditional IRA company offer only public investments like stocks and mutual funds? Well, Equity Trust Company offers administrative and custodial services for tax-advantaged retirement accounts and investor tools that allow you to easily diversify into alternative investments in the private market. Not many people know you have the power to take control of your financial future by investing your retirement account in areas that you're excited and passionate about, such as crypto, real estate, fix and flips, gold, and nearly any other private market opportunity. From a returns perspective, the numbers don't lie. Historically, alternative assets have resulted in much better returns than public market investments by big margins. The secret to unlocking investment freedom is opening a self-directed account with a company that will allow these investments and knows how to handle them. Equity Trust Company was named the best overall self-directed IRA company for 2021 by Investopedia. Equity Trust helps you unleash your potential as an investor with knowledgeable reps and technology to make the experience very easy. Unleash your investing potential with Equity Trust and learn more at www.investorunleashed.com backslash Jordan to get started. That's www.investorunleashed.com backslash Jordan so you can diversify your IRA into many alternative assets. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681. 
to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Natalie Pace, a investment advisor, stock picker, extraordinaire, and you can find out more at her website, nataliepace.com. Welcome back to the show, Natalie. Thank you. We talk about your four hot industries. We talked about technology in China a little bit. Silver, you, you talked about the price disparity. Where silver hasn't gone up as much as gold. Do you yeah. like the silver miners or physical silver? How would you play silver? So I like, um, I would, I, I'm, I'm in personally the iShares Silver Trust. So full disclosure on that. So again, right now it's trading at $20.50 and the high was closer to 47 So again, when you compare that to even GLD, which is an, um, the, the, uh, the State Street Gold Trust, you know, that one is going to be much closer to it. So you have the doubling potential on silver. If it, you know, it typically, it's um, it's also an emotional purchase. So, you know, the fact that it hasn't tracked gold yet, I think that um, it's possible that it will. I mean, what we've really seen, as you and I were talking about earlier, is that the our generation is more interested in gold and silver. The younger generation, when they think about hedging the dollar, is more interested in crypto. So that emphasis on the, you know, millennials and Gen Z leaning into crypto, I think, has kept silver from reaching its potential. But they are absolutely meme stock oriented. So when it heats up on the bulletin boards, it goes crazy very fast. Yeah. So are, I think it's not some, a bad are, idea. Are there, in addition to an SLV or pure silver, are there any silver mining companies that you like? Um, not individual ones, but, um, you could probably find a silver mining, um, you know, uh, ETF if you wanted to, but a good portion of the gold miners also have silver as well. So, you know, you could uh, go for something like ring, which is the gold miners. Um, and they're, you know, they're, uh, you know, they've done very well, but they've also pulled back a little bit. So right now, Ring is actually trading at 25, and the high was 35 on the year. The all-time high is 50, which is what it hit in 2011. When we got the downgrade from S&P 500, I mm. mean from Standard & Poor's, when we monkeyed around and didn't raise the, raise the debt ceiling in time. So that's what can happen if we don't, you know, if we monkey around, we, don't, we need to raise the debt ceiling within the next week or two. X date is sometime in October. Janet Yellen doesn't know the exact date of when that will be, but we're getting dangerously close to it. If they don't hit it and we default on something, which, of course, it won't be forever because they'll fix it, 
but um, we risk that bitch downgrade. And that usually is very positive for gold. It could be very positive for crypto, absolutely for silver, and uh, negative for stocks. The next area in the hot industries is cannabis. So there's been a lot of consolidation in that business. It, it had a big start, and then it kind of fell back. More states are now uh, legalizing it. What is your outlook for cannabis, and what stocks do you like particularly there? Okay, full disclosure, I own the stock I like here, um, and there are reasons why I like it so much. Um, so first off, with cannabis, it's a meme stock, right? So like almost all of them are hit highs that were multiples higher than they are today. And that is because when they heat up on Reddit, on that Wall Street Bets bulletin board, they shoot the moon. So you just have to be careful. I think they're all trading at a really good price. And my favorite is Tilray. And that's um, a, a result of a merger between Afria and Tilray. Tilray is trading at 11. It's high as 67. So um, obviously, if it does what it did the last time, you're going to make bank because that's six times higher. Now, what is the positive? When will it hit what it's supposed to do? Actually, we have decriminalization um, bills in both the House and the Senate, and both the House and the Senate have promised that they will decriminalize this year. They obviously have to get through the budget and the debt ceiling, and that will probably happen. Um, they have enough votes to do it, and there are even enough Republicans that want to do it, too. So um, that could send these to the moon. Again, you have to be careful because on one hand, in order to hit that high, you need a limit order. And on the other hand, if you set your limit order too low, you're going to be really mad if it shoots the moon way above it. So you get to, you have to actually learn a little bit more about meme stocks and how that can factor into your selling strategy on individual companies. Uh, it's something I cover in the ABCs of Money, so you might want to check out that book. And your fourth one is biotechnology. Uh, what yeah. is unique about biotech today, and what would be some of your favorites in biotech? You know, I liked two other companies in addition to Moderna, and one is Veer Technology, Biotechnology, and the symbol is VIR, and the other is Adaptive, and its symbol is ADPT. So, you know, in biotech, um, you know, you're looking for companies that have great leadership, uh, interesting stories, great pipelines, um, and the ability to the partnerships they need to actually distribute their product once they get FDA approval. And both BIR and ADPT were um, NIH companies doing development during the pandemic and that sort of thing. There's another one I like, too. It's called Bulgent, and that one just does COVID tests. So it's FLGT. And uh, it's, it, you know, it's a decent price, too. So um, BIR and ADPT, I think, are decent prices. Moderna is expensive, but, um, you know, I don't think you want to miss out on it. So I would dollar cost average in there. I wouldn't just go out and buy, you know, like if I wanted to buy $10,000 of it, I wouldn't spend all 10000 today. But I might start with at least 1000 or two with the goal that if it goes lower, I buy more low. And obviously, if it goes higher, happy that I got in uh, at least a toe in the water. So a lot of biotech companies have been bought out by Big Pharma. You think of Genentech, they've been bought out by Roche, and just tons of them. Is that the yeah. long-term path for a lot of these biotech companies is to be swallowed up by the big guys? Yeah, but I must say in today's world, especially in, you know, look, it, the recession was so, so short in 2020 that it almost feels like we've just continued the secular bull market. Um, that was at the late stage of the business cycle before it was disrupted. Uh, a lot of the things that we had 
the, the issues that we had before the pandemic are greater today. So what I would say is this, if you're investing in individual stocks, you have to take your profits early and often because of the, the amount of leverage that's in the market and, uh, you know, the ability for the markets. We it, Look, they dropped 38% between February 19th and March 23rd. So you have to be careful about um, taking your profits early and often on individual companies and regular rebalancing at least once a year, maybe three times a year in your nest egg. So we talked a little bit about gold and silver, but the alternative to kind of the new gold, as you said, for the younger generation is cryptocurrency. Yes, it That's is. Quite a, quite a move. It went from 65000 April down to 30000 Now it's back to about 40000 or so. Uh, do you have a long-term uh, positive view about crypto? Um, well, here's the deal with crypto is that the long term view of it may be similar in my view to VOIP is that it will become a part of a banking system, it probably will not replace it. But where is it today? Everybody says, oh, crypto is going to be the only thing that's worth anything when the dollar is worthless. That will probably not be the case. But what's happening today is that it's a traders platform. So I would say 90% nobody's really buying things. Maybe in that three-week window where you could buy a Tesla and it was trading really high, people might have been doing it. But most, for the most part, people are not purchasing things with crypto. What they're doing is they're trading. And honestly, and the sad truth of this is that every time it goes down, it's because the big the institutional investors, hedge funds, the whales have taken their profits. So I'm more interested, actually, in some of the lower energy um, altcoins like Cardano. That's my favorite right now. And so how would you do this? Would you open a, a wallet and do it that way? Or there are ETFs yeah, like, uh, how would you do I it? Would not do, I would not do an ETF because of that issue with credible fund companies. So you can't buy an iShares crypto ETF yet. But, um, and I, you have to, so you must go on to an exchange that trades it. My personal favorite is Coinbase. Um, so that's where I trade my crypto and you just open it, uh, open up an account and then you can buy, you start buying whatever currencies you want. It's very volatile. It's a trader's platform. Be aware of that. Anytime that you, you hear, oh, this is going to be the only thing that's worth anything when the dollar becomes worthless, you're looking at a promote, paid promotional email and you could be swallowing the bait of a whale that's going to take profits on your expense. Are you concerned that the SEC may consider crypto a security and therefore regulate it as a security? Um, I, I think that that will happen at some point. It, you know, it kind of has to if it gets to be too big. Um, you know, look, I'm looking at the market cap of Bitcoin. It's $815 billion. It was a trillion. So, yeah, they're, they're, they will. And obviously, even some, like Coinbase now being a publicly traded company is, um, you know, so it has it answers to the SEC already. And, I mean, other countries, China particularly, are trying to so-called crack down on crypto. Is that, on the other hand, El Salvador is making it its official currency. So what is going yes. to be happening international with crypto? You know, look, China is trying to crack down on other people's crypto. It's developing its own, right? And uh, Venezuela didn't do so well with making crypto its currency. So, again, right now... If you're in the U.S. and you're thinking about cryptocurrency, I think you should play around with it. But it's a trader's platform. And it's look, the upside is too good not to play around, right? But buy low, sell high is, is going to be the thing. And don't, do not just trade on headlines or the emails that come in telling you the dollar is going to become worthless. 
Very good. Okay, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Natalie Pace, financial advisor, stock picker. You can find out more at her website, nataliepace.com. We'll be back after this. Every year, American businesses waste over $400 billion because bad writing causes confusion, misses the mark, or takes too long to get to the point. On the other hand, better writing helps businesses win and impress customers, enhance brand perception, improve internal communications, and strengthen relationships with critical partners. Better, faster writing means better business, which is why your team needs WordTune for teams. WordTune goes way beyond simple spelling and grammar correction since its artificial intelligence engine understands meaning and offers writing suggestions to help anyone make their writing more clear and compelling. It's the ultimate tool to elevate your entire team's writing instantly. I was wondering how writing a tool, writing tools like this could possibly do it, so I gave it a try. It's like having a writing expert on call at any time to look at my drafts and suggest improvements. Now, I don't have to waste time agonizing over the perfect sentence because WordTune offers the best alternatives, and I pick the one I like best, and it makes the changes in my text instantly. I was recently writing up a business proposal, and WordTune gave me just the right words to get across why people I was writing to should approve the deal. You wand over the sentence or the block of text you've just written, and WordTune then suggests ways to improve it, and if I agree, I just click, and the changes are made. Using WordTune makes me and my team confident that what we write will be optimized for maximum impact. When can your team use WordTune? WordTune improves performance on any project, everything from internal emails to press releases, sales outreach to customers, and so much more. You can use WordTune anywhere you're writing online, including Google Docs, Slack, Outlook Web, and WhatsApp. You can try WordTune for free at wordtune.com slash money answers. Are you looking to elevate your entire team's writing? My listeners can get a discount for their team today at wordtune.com slash money answers. Wordtune improves writing efficiency up to four times. Better, faster writing means better business. Start writing better with Wordtune by going to wordtune.com slash money answers. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth and Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. 
Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Natalie Pace, a stock picker, financial advisor. Uh, she, her, her website is nataliepace.com, and she's got an online retreat happening between October 23rd and 25th that you can find out at your website. Thanks for coming back on the show, Natalie. Thank you. I know you're very big into green and climate change and all of that. Now, we've got fires in the West. We've got floods. We've got hurricanes. It seems like the climate's completely out of control. We've got this Glasgow meeting uh, to follow up on the Paris Accords in November. What is your outlook for uh, climate change, and are we going to be able to to get this under control? Um, you know, I mean, I'm great. I'm always going to be hopeful. I think we should all just be aware of the fact that seven, well, actually, we're almost eight billion people on the planet now, right? And that many people created the problem, that many people can solve the problem. So I do encourage each of you, um, I'm not just plugging my book, look, put your money where your heart is, was the original ESG investing book. I wrote it, you know, back in 2006. I just updated it to the second edition. We each have a role to play in the solution. And if we each play that role, we can get there. If we all put it off and keep doing life as business as usual, our business, every, you know, our problems are that business as usual is exactly why we're here. So we have to, we have to redo everything. Um, and there are, there are millions of small ways that we can do it that actually improve our lives and our lifestyle. I'm living proof of it because every day, you know, I learn a new thing that I should be doing. Like I didn't realize that even your toilet paper is tearing down trees, old growth forests. So the NRDC has a toilet paper report card. And, you, you know, if basically if you get recycled toilet paper, you give up a little bit of that softness, um, at least you're not tearing down the trees in Brazil. So, you know, learning more and being a more educated person around the globe is key. I mean, even composting uh, your food waste, like in New York and in Santa Monica, and even in Rome, they are composting their food waste. There's, you know, when you just put your um, food waste into the garbage and then it goes off to a landfill, it actually releases uh, methane. So that's a problem. And, you know, yes, we've talked about China and India going whole hog on, um, you know, building coal plants and they've transformed their societies from bicycling to uh, driving cars. And the problem with even electric vehicles is if you're, you know, if your grid is dirty, then e e the air quality may not suffer because at least the electric car isn't polluting exhaust. But, the you know, the fact that you're firing up a coal plant to, power your electric vehicle is not is not the solution right so what would be some investing to, implications for, if you want to invest to help with climate change what would be some positive companies that you could invest in that would be, make a difference well i'll tell you one of my favorites and that's sun power so sun power corporation is rooftop solar they also do grid solar it's an american-based company um right now it's trading at 21 the high this year was 57 so it's a decent price and um you know look that's that is a, a great solution for most if you live in a sunny state by the way you could be saving thousands of dollars your payback time could be four years you get uh, I think their tax credit right now is 26%. So, you know, you could invest in SunPower. You could also consider buying the panels itself. There are a few tricks to do. So read, um, 
you know, the last uh, chapter of the ABCs of money so that you get the tricks to the trade, you know, before you put rooftop solar. But you can also invest in the company. And I do like that's one of my favorite things. Um, there's also Dacquo Energy, which is a Chinese company, and they supply uh, silicon ingots. So that's and they're trading pretty low right now, too. So, um, you know, you can start looking into those companies. I think, uh, look, electric vehicles are on fire. Um, but again, and, and they are better than gas guzzlers. Absolutely. But if we have to clean the grid in order for them to really reach their potential. And I think micromobility is good, although there aren't any great companies to invest in right now because most of the micromobility is being led by the rideshare companies and they just got killed in the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, do you think anything's going to come of the Glasgow conference and, and really change our lifestyle to uh, cut back on emissions in a major way? Um, yeah, I, th- I, I th- look, with the leadership that we have right now around the world, um, yeah. I mean, look, everybody is trying in their own way. Everybody knows the stakes are high. Everybody is feeling, everybody knows the cost. Look, these are getting priced in now uh, in terms of even how banks lend, you know, even by the way, you might be buying uh, real estate somewhere and you better look at the fine print because, um, you know, your shoreline may be disappearing in the next, not 30 years. It could start happening in the next few years. There's sunny day flooding in parts of Florida where you can be walking in the streets and the ocean's coming up through the sewers. So, um, you know, this is this is real. It's affecting every aspect of life and business. And um, yeah, you can profit about it by leaning into investing in some of the corporations that we've mentioned. But I think just as importantly, you need to get educated as a consumer because even trees, by the way, planting trees would go a long way to slowing down what we're experiencing. So the fact that we're not doing that, and a lot of us don't even know that our toilet papers are contributing to the deforestation, you know, come on, people, we have to all get up to speed here, and we all have to lean into the solutions, because clearly the corporations aren't doing it for us, and the politicians haven't done it for us. In about the two minutes we have left, just kind of summarize the opportunity and the danger that we've been talking about the last hour. Yeah, so the opportunity is that, you know, you can invest in a company like Moderna that really is, you know, thousands percent earnings growth, and you can triple your money. Um, You can invest in, you know, Cardano or Bitcoin and make money, although I think Bitcoin's too expensive. I do think Cardano is coming back into a buying range and it's a trader's platform. At the same time, all of this is priced in. We are having a good year. It wasn't hard to beat last year, right? Because it was so terrible. So this year looks great um, compared to last year. 7.0% GDP growth is amazing. It's one of the strongest in the world. By the way, Peru is even predicted to be even stronger than China. And I forgot to mention Peru. That's another country that I'm interested in. So, um, you know, by being properly diversified, by having some investments in some of these hot countries that are still very good prices on their exchange traded funds, um, by knowing what's safe in a debt world. So there, and by the way, you, you mentioned that I was a financial advisor. I'm actually not a financial advisor. I'm a financial educator. So I stayed on that side of the equation so that I can empower Main Street rather than 
I don't, I don't manage your money for you. I teach you how to be the boss of your money. And even if you have somebody else managing it for you, you better know what you own. You better know why. You better know how leveraged you are or not. Whether you do that by reading the ABCs of money or coming to a three-day retreat or getting a second opinion from me, now is the time to fix the roof while the sun is still shining. Very good. Well, thanks so much. My guest has been Natalie Pace. You can find out more about her and her upcoming retreat, which is October 23rd at nataliepace.com. Thanks so much. You're always a great guest on The Money Answer Show, Natalie. Thanks so much, Jordan. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.